You're listening to the Health by Design podcast, and I'm your host, Roar Alexander, wellness architect and functional lifestylist. I spent nearly six years of my life on a journey through the ancient East to bring you the cutting-edge combination of modern Western health sciences blended with the time-proven ancient traditions, principles, and practices that have flourished through thousands of years across countless cultures, peoples, and nations. Join me and my many special guests from all corners of the globe as we aim to help you live stronger, longer, and better. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of the Health by Design podcast. I am your host, Roar Alexander from www.roaralexander.com. And today I have a great show coming for you. I am talking to Randy Gom. He is the founder of Radiant Health Saunas. Now, if you follow me in any way, you must know that I absolutely love saunas. In fact, I grew up with them. My dad built a sauna in his house back in the 80s. I mean, everybody thought it was bizarre. Um, But obviously, he was definitely on to something back then because over the last just two years, there has been a major rise in the benefits of using saunas to help with a number of medical conditions and particularly when it comes to preventing medical conditions. However... The reason I wanted to talk to Randy is because I did a lot of research into different saunas and his are the absolute best saunas I can find on the planet Earth bar none. Now, I do want to state this. I don't know as far as it goes about other planets, but as far as Earth goes, I can guarantee you that his are the top ones, or if not the top one, one of the top ones by far. Um, So let's talk about some of the benefits first of infrared saunas. If for some reason you have been under a rock and you've not been following anything I've been talking about or anything that anybody else when it comes to the health and wellness world are talking about. So we talk a lot, a lot, a lot when my interview with Randy, but really quickly, I'm just going to talk about some of the things that they've discovered. First of all, Infrared saunas can help lower your blood pressure. They make your blood vessels more responsive. They relax your arteries, so they have a number of cardiovascular benefits. They are been shown now to actually improve your lifespan or what we call health span. Um, there's been some different studies, but we talked about this, but a study of 2,300 Finnish men over 20 years found that over the course of the study, 49% of once weekly sauna takers passed away compared with 38% of twice weekly users and 31% who went nearly every single day. So in other words, even using the sauna one time a week can significantly raise your life expectancy. Um, they can help soothe chronic traditions, sorry, conditions um, such as musculoskeletal disorders, such as arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, and fibromyalgia. Um, they can help your brain. So not only do you get the better blood flow, but it's also been showing to substantially lower the risk of Alzheimer's 
and dementia. So some amazing benefits when it comes to the sauna. And also, of course, one of the biggest ones you hear about a lot is detoxification, particularly detoxification of heavy metals, as well as different uh, chemicals that are found significantly in auto exhaust or car exhaust. So why do I want to talk to Randy? Well, as I said, Radiant Health Saunas is one of the best saunas I've ever seen. So what are my, you know, what are, what are my guidelines for saying that? Well, number one, basically, I'm just going to say the heaters. Let's start with the heaters. His heaters start right from the bottom of your feet and work up to the top of your head. Now, I have used saunas in countries all over the world. When I lived in Taiwan, I used saunas. When I was in Hong Kong, when I was in Thailand, uh, every country I've lived in, if you know anything about Taiwan too, Taiwan is a big spa and sauna culture. And I would use those saunas all the time. But of all the infrared saunas I use, even the one that I use quite often in Malaysia, none of them actually had heaters built right into the floor. So starting right from the floor, he's got heaters on the front panels, he's got heaters on the sides and all the back panels. His heaters go right from the balls of your feet to the top of your head. He also uses only Canadian hemlock in his uh, manufacturing. So he's gone out of his way to make sure that he uses only really very excellent quality Canadian wood. And he talks about the few of the different woods that he's tried out and why he decided to choose uh, hemlock. Also, he also has made sure that his saunas are very low in EMF, so electronic electromagnetic fields that can be emitted from many forms of technology, anything that uses electricity. And what he's done is his has made sure his are as close to EMF free as possible. And that includes, he's looked at everything from the heaters to the wiring, because as he talks about a lot of companies, they figure out a lot of different ways to kind of cheat the system when it comes to showing how they are quote unquote low EMF or EMF free. He talks about that. Now, what other kind of chemicals we what other kind of toxins well of course we have to talk about chemicals because most of you uh, are probably thinking well emf that's great but what about the chemicals those are those are even more important to us well his saunas like i said use canadian hemlock they use absolutely no glue and his are entirely formaldehyde ddt dioxin voc pcb free his are no off-gassing, there are no toxic chemicals found anywhere in his saunas. So he doesn't even use, I said to him, I said, do you even have Bluetooth? He's like, no, because Bluetooth is an EMF signal. He doesn't want to use a wireless signal. His entire point is that your sauna should be your detoxification and it should be a place for you to go and relax. Now, saying that he has put a stereo in and you can plug in a jack if you want to into your phone so you can run your music um, via, you know, just through uh, your regular wired setup, which is arguably, you know, much healthier for you, at least somewhat healthier for you in the long run. So his saunas are the best that I have ever seen and I think that I ever will see. And he talks about why he made them like this. He talks about his own health issues and what made him start to research the science behind detoxification and how he came to realize just as I did the importance of using saunas in your life. So 
With no further ado, let's get on to our interview with Randy Gom of Radiant Health Saunas. So I'm here with Randy, the founder of Radiant Health Saunas. Now you're also the founder and designer, aren't you? You actually design these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's true. Awesome. So what we're gonna be talking about today is we're gonna spend some time talking about, there's been a lot of information in the last couple of years when it comes to saunas, particularly infrared saunas. Because um, for the longest time, saunas, at least in North America, we're kind of a, a weird thing, kind of woo-woo science, you know, there was kind of like all oh, those naked European guys do it, but you know, <laughs> it was kind of like weird. Like I was telling you before, my dad in the 80s, he had a sauna in his house. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. went a little overboard. He built a German bar in his house too, oh, yeah. and he doesn't drink, bar which is really odd. Yeah, yeah, somebody that doesn't drink builds a bar, but he also had a sauna. Yeah. Um, but I remember people were like, that's a sauna, it's just so bizarre. People thought it was bizarre, but over the last, it seems like maybe the last 10 years, or at least the last five years, I wanna say the research is, there's a lot of research being done, but the acceptance of the scientific evidence behind saunas has become a lot more, um, there's a lot of it now, yeah. basically, is what I'm getting to. Yeah, it's seen as yeah. legitimate now. Yeah. Yeah. So, what I would like to talk about first is let's talk about saunas. I sauna a lot, okay? So I'm often, you know, I go to the regular, um, the Swedish style sauna. Yeah. I go there usually at least three to four times a week because I don't own an infrared sauna, unfortunately yet. Although I have said that is one of my biggest uh, things I wanna do is get a sauna in 2019. But for right now, I just go to the regular sauna, but I try to go three or four times a week. So I wanna talk about just the benefits of sauna and just getting hot in particular, because you know nowadays you got Wim Hof talking about cold, extreme cold temperatures. And yeah. you know, there's a lot of research going back and forth about extreme hot, extreme cold. So what is it about the extreme heat in the sauna? Like why are saunas so beneficial? Well, it tends to, it raises your core temperature. So it, it causes a lot of physiological changes in the body. Um, I think it's you get increased circulation, um, you get um, a vasodilation response. Um, it's kind of like you know you can take your your pulse rate when you're in there it increases your cardiac you know, mm. output. Um, what they've found is actually the the study that I like to see fairly recently is the Finnish study where they took 2,100 middle-aged or 2,300 middle-aged uh, Finnish men. Okay, now okay. this is a conventional sauna, and they're going in their average about 14 minutes Now this is Dr. Yuri's research, correct? Yes. Yes, mm -hmm. okay, so which and Rhonda Patrick kind of brought to light a lot. Yes, yeah. exactly. Actually, um, I'm not sure, there was a, the study was actually done at one of the universities, so there was a few researchers there. Okay. So okay. I'm not sure if it is just Dr. Yuri's. It's, okay. Um, I can't, the name, um, I believe it's a different uh, okay. author. Yeah. Um, and they, they took these 2,300 middle-aged men over a 20-year period. So that's a good database. Yeah, it's okay. two decades. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then they looked at the ones that used the sauna once a week, um, two or three times a week, or four times or more a week. And okay. they discovered, they looked at all-cause mortality, you know, so, cancer, heart disease. So death from anything. Yeah, that's right. And it reduced... Except falling out of an airplane. Yeah, they hadn't mentioned that, but that's yeah. possible. <laughs> and they reduced, actually, they were looking at, weren't looking at any variables, just at how long they lied. Mm -hmm. They were lying. And it turned out that it reduced mortality by all-cause by 48%. 48%. But compared to using it once a week. And I, my question at first when I saw this study, I said, well, why, why did they... 
compare with one sauna a week, why not compare it with no saunas a week? Yeah. And the trouble is out of the 2,300 middle-aged men, I think they could only find eight. Because everybody uses That's the sauna right. over eight there. Eight people that didn't use a sauna at all. Yeah, because yeah. it's part of the, that whole yeah. Scandinavian, Finland. Yeah. That's just part of nature. Yeah, it's their lifestyle. You know, it's their lifestyle. Remember, I used to work in a gym uh, when I was at the Sheridan Wall Center actually a long time ago. And uh, it's funny because we had a sauna. And yeah. uh, because in Europe, they like to they do it naked. Yeah, yeah. They're naked yeah. saunters. Yeah. So I remember all these girls came running in. They were all probably like 16, 17. And they were like, can you come and help us? There's a naked man in the sauna. Because he was, he thought, because over there, it's all naked. So he thought that they could just come and sit naked in the co-ed sauna yeah. by the pool. Oh, yeah, why not? <laughs> exactly. So I had to explain to him, but no. And he was, he was like almost shocked. He's like, what? He's like, why would, why would you wear shorts in the sauna? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, well, it's just, you know, it's, it's ours and we're weird North Americans and that's yeah. just what we like oh, here. Yeah. So, so you were saying, so that was, um, what was that, three or four times a week you said? Yeah, no, doing four times a week or four more. Times but even there's more. benefits, I think it increased longevity by 23% if they used it um, two or three times Yeah, a week. I was going to ask you, yeah. was there anything for people that used it once a week? Yes, it did. But see, they didn't really compare to not do using it at all. Okay. So we don't know that answer. Yeah, so it's hard to yeah. say no, no times a week versus one day. Exactly. Week. Okay. Know, I would assume it, as, it, as, you, as the grade goes up and using it more, you see more improvements. So I'm assuming the people that use it once a week would be better than none at all. But they didn't have the data to do that. To gotcha. Compare. Now, how long? I believe in his study, it was, it was either 14 or 17 minutes, I think they said. 14 was, minutes was 14 the 14 was the magic yeah. number, yeah. I well, think. Well, just because some were using it more, some less. And yeah. the typical conventional sauna, the typical temperature is kind of 180 to 200 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm -hmm. Okay, So that's usually the reason why you Do we know what that is in Celsius? Um, nobody uses Fahrenheit. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about yeah. 75 to 80 degrees, yeah. even 90, somewhere between 80 and 90 degrees Celsius, I think. Yeah. It's pretty warm. Yeah. And hot yoga is only 40. Yeah, I should have looked it's that much, up. It's much harder than hot yeah. yoga. I should have looked that up before we started. <laughs> yeah. But I'm pretty sure yeah. it's somewhere about that. Yeah. Usually when I go, the, the, the sauna I go to in Thailand, now I notice public saunas are a little cooler, you know, they kind of, they play it a little. Yeah. Like, like the one I go to, I think is only about 72. The one I go to in, in Thailand can get up to about 78, okay. but I find very few that go above 80. Yeah, because in, in the infrared sauna, you're going in around 46 to 49. Yeah. By the time you're coming out at 65. Yeah. So it's, it is much lower than a Yeah, that, which is what we're going to talk about, yeah. comparing yeah. the two yeah. and the yeah. times and stuff. So so about 14 minutes, 17 minutes, it was that, that somewhere between 15 and 20, we can round yeah. off that. And around probably that 80 degrees is probably a good idea. Yeah. Um, now, you were saying, though, an infrared sauna, however, they don't get that hot. No, the air temperatures. And I should have it all. I know when you go in uh, in Celsius, you're going in at 46 to 49. Okay. And by the time you're coming out, the hottest it's getting is about 65. Okay. So it's a much. So a lot of people say, "Hey, I just can't handle the heat." Well, but in a far infrared sauna, the air temperature is much lower because you're yeah. heating up the body than rather than the air. Okay. And then people have said, "Well, you know, with this whole infrared, is there something I need to be concerned about? Is it like microwaves? Is yeah. Is it like the, is it the EMFs that are hitting me? That, that whole range. afraid of all this. And, and when they really look at it, when you look at, and they don't know if this is why hands-on healing work, but if you look at the heat coming off someone's body, it averages about 9.4 microns. Okay. So it's right in the far infrared range. If you're laying on the beach in the summertime on the warm sand, you're feeling mm -hmm. that radiant heat coming up. Yep. That's far infrared. So it's something we're exposed to oh, quite okay. a bit. So it just means in the infrared sauna that you're being exposed a lot more in that microwave wavelength. 
Okay, so in traditional saunas, so we can let people know, yep. so basically there's, from my answer, there's, there's three kinds of saunas, traditionally. Yep. There's what's called a dry sauna. Yep. That's the one where I go to the community center. It's kind of locked behind a cage. You can't yep. throw yep. water on it, and it's just a hot room. It's like 75 degrees hot room. Yep. Then there's the kind where it has the stones, yep. right? Yep. Where you, that's the kind I have in Thailand. What happens is the spray comes out every now and then, and all of a sudden the room gets really hot, and then it goes down to where you can tolerate it. The spray comes on, and it gets really hot again. I guess they call that a wet sauna mm -hmm. not a steam room though we're not talking yeah. about a steam yeah. room that's a wet sauna those basically generate heat right those heat up the air yeah. primarily right so you're just getting in a hot room yeah. then an infrared so can you explain the science behind an infrared sauna because it's yeah. quite a bit more detailed yeah but the infrared as i pointed out when you feel lay on the sand you're feeling far infrared it's a it's a light wave length that you don't see as light but you perceive as heat so it's a but, wave so it is yeah. a light that's right okay. but but of that um you know, a large percentage is heating up the body rather than the air. So the air temperature slowly rise, but you're actually heating up the core temperature. That's why it increases metabolic rate. That's why you start sweating, because it's actually heating the core temperature. And I, I looked at, you know, I, I had some health problems myself. I was a firefighter, had toxin exposure. That's how I got involved. I never, yeah, which, yeah, yeah, I do want yeah, to touch on yeah, that. Yeah, I never had a great desire to sell infrared saunas or, yeah. or to vote or produce my own song. It wasn't yeah. never mind. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about your story because yeah. yeah. right? it's got a really interesting yeah. story because I love people that, you know, had a problem and they look for a healthy solution. So we'll yeah. talk about that, but yeah. let's get back to the okay. infrared. So with the infrared, what happens is is that um, it, for instance, there's a study out there with rheumatoid arthritis, one with congestive heart failure. They found all sorts of benefits of being in a far infrared sauna. Okay. And and um, and you don't come out feeling wiped out. You could actually have a sauna, infrared sauna, okay. have a shower, and go to work. Conventional sauna, you know, it's a little bit tougher because you stay in too long, you're kind of wiped out. Yeah. Um, like sitting in a hot tub too, you can yeah. just feel drained. Yeah. And so here you actually come out feeling almost energized in, a, in mm -hmm. an infrared sauna. So it's very quite different, mm -hmm. but you do sweat profusely. So yep. you have oh, the same true. benefits of, there's been a lot of studies on sweating and heavy metals. And we've actually done challenge tests, for instance, someone has been high in mercury. All they've done, they haven't done chelation, and all they've done is the sauna for, let's say, six months. Done another challenge test, and they've brought the mercury levels down by about two-thirds in that time period, wow. which is okay. significant. And I do want to talk about yeah. touch on the toxins yeah. later, yeah. too. Yeah. But let's just get back to okay. the science of it right okay. now. Right. So I guess people get worried when you say it heats you from the inside out because that's how microwaves work, too. Yeah. yeah. So microwave, you know, we think, oh, yeah. it heats from the food yeah. from the inside out. That's terrible for yeah. the human body. So it's not actually heating from the inside out. What happens is the infrared penetrates an inch and a half, two inches in the tissue, so it tends to raise the core temperature. So it's still oh, heating cool. from the outside as well. Yeah. Okay. But it's, it's hitting it from the outside. But it's penetrating your body. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. And so I looked at long-term effects when I started to use this on myself. I thought, oh, geez, am I going to run into problems? So I looked at some of the rat studies, rabbit studies, mm -hmm. and then what, it, what they found was it increased longevity and mobility. So I couldn't see anything that was a contraindication in those studies. It was actually beneficial. These, these rats and these rabbits were living a much longer. Mm -hmm. Then the studies that showed um, for people showed it, it increased some parameters in the immune system, lymphocytes, phagocytes, things like that. Mm -hmm. So it was actually, when, I, when my kids were teenagers, and not when they already had a fever, yeah. but if they were... Um, yeah, I guess uh, throwing in a fever yeah, is not yeah, a good idea. No, no, <laughs> I, I probably, especially... <laughs> yeah, as I wouldn't want to be responsible well, I've heard saunas help with the immunity because they simulate an artificial that's fever. Right. So that's the whole idea is to raise the core temperature. Okay, mm -hmm. so I would, so you're virtually giving, you know, my kids are coming down with, let's say, a cold, I will whip them in the sauna, 
and because you're raising the core temperature, you're giving that fever response, and so you're getting the benefits of that. Yeah, that okay. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so it would you know, shorten. Yeah. I'm not making any guarantees for someone with cold. No, no, for sure. Time, but... Yeah. So one of the people that's really popularized uh, saunas in pop culture is Dr. Rhonda Patrick. Yeah. And but she's she's like you said like she's not really pro. She's not against infrared saunas, but she just said from her understanding, there's not a big distinction. She just says saunas are the most yeah. important thing. So what are some of the benefits of like, what are some of the things that she's talking about? Like human growth hormone? Yeah, she's thought, she found an increase in human, it's, she called it hypothermia um, performance, sports performance, and she's looking at athletes. Mm -hmm. um, she found an increased human uh, growth hormones. She also found um, to do with the, the shock proteins, but I'm, um, yeah, so then she talks about heat shock proteins, yeah, which is yeah. sort of a protein in the body. What it does, uh, from what I understand, is it, it does something to help you. It's, it, there's even a, an idea that can actually help you build muscle, from what I understand, between the growth hormone and the heat shock protein. It sort of raises your level of these things called heat shock proteins yeah. that have good effects on the body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no question. And, and I've been selling the saunas a lot more to personal trainers the last probably three or four years because of that. Okay. And I and I it was interesting because I had originally sold uh, some units to Calgary Olympic Center and I was talking mm -hmm. to one of the top trainers there at the time and yeah. I said, how did the Olympic athletes use it? Because I was quite intrigued. Yeah. And he says, well, they cheat. And I said, what do you mean? He says, well, they go in there 10 minutes, okay. um, totally warm up their muscles and uh, and then they can go and into an intense workout and they don't have that warm-up time period. They don't have to worry about injury or that. And I said, okay. okay. And then he said, then after the workout, they go in the sauna for 20 to 30 minutes and they stretch inside the sauna and stretch soon after coming out. He, and he said they can increase the range of motion by about 15%, which he said that may not mean a lot to you, but he said Olympic athlete. Oh, is huge. huge. 15% so, yeah, is huge. Yeah. So I was quite intrigued by that. You just have to be careful that you don't overstretch because you don't have that limitation. Yeah, exactly. But well, explain the, the same idea is, is in hot yoga in yeah, a way. Yeah. You're getting the muscles, you can get a better stretch. Like I, when I started first doing yoga, because I was so inflexible, I did a lot of hot yoga and I found yeah. it was quite beneficial for yeah. regular because I couldn't even do regular because I was so immobile. Yeah, yeah, true. And I think the, the other thing is that uh, he brought up something that I never really thought about is he said we also find it really helpful for um, injuries. Let's say, let, let's say you sprain an ankle. Let's mm -hmm. say, once you have that initial edema or swelling, he said that first 24 hours just put ice on it. Mm -hmm. He says, but then after, he said we found we were doing um, 10 minutes ice, 15 minutes on it, 10 minutes ice, 15 minutes on it, the whole you know, hydrotherapy kind of okay. you know, heat cold thing. And he says he believes that it's reduced uh, recovery time in half from soft tissue injury. So he was the first person that was using it. Yeah, like and I've so. heard Dr. Rhonda mention that too, that, yeah. you know, that theoretically or whatever could be used for, um, like basically let's say uh, uh, an athlete gets injured yeah. and they have to take some time off. Well, they you could actually use it as a way to actually maintain the muscle mass. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna get jacked from using it, obviously, yeah. but it could dramatically slow down the amount of muscle loss, which for a professional athlete could be really important yeah. if they're sidelined for, say, you know, four or six weeks, something yeah. like that. So yeah, it's a very true. big difference. And other people find it, uh, if they're injured, it's like, if you are getting that metabolic, you're not getting any 
um, it's not like you're working out, but you're increasing your metabolic weight. You're doing, uh, it's kind of like someone said it's the lazy person's workout. And I go, well, you know, it's... <laughs> yeah. But, but <laughs> I then, think you know, everything that. Thai, yeah. thai massage is yeah. lazy yeah. yoga. <laughs> like, anyway, kind of a lazy yeah. person's workout. Yeah. But I, yeah. I do, yeah. I'll be honest, that's how I treat it. Yeah. I go to the gym about three to four days a week, and then I go to the sauna the other three. Yeah. And for me, it's kind of like it's my way of cheating at the gym. Because oh, yeah. yeah. they've shown study, they say it's like as good as like an hour of cardio. Yeah. Can oh, yeah, you can, take, you can take your pulse yeah. rate, you can take your respiration. Yet the ironic part is it's actually at the same time while it brings your heart rate up it's because you're doing cardio it actually activates the parasympathetic yeah. system too which is because cardio is you go do hit cardio that just activates the sympathetic system so this is ironic because you know not only does it activate to get the heart rate going but it activates the parasympathetic system kind of at the same time yeah. Yeah, or at least afterwards which is great so it's a great form of stress relief so let's talk about some of the benefits that they've talked about because the problem with this sun is it's not a problem it's a good problem there's almost nothing it seems it doesn't have a positive effect on. Now you're not allowed to say, obviously I know we always can't say it cures this or does this, does that, but when it comes to Alzheimer's, yeah. there's research now that... Well, the same, the same study that took the, uh, the 2300 middle-aged men, mm -hmm. the same research took that same data uh, group, mm -hmm. uh, database, and said, okay, uh, look at Alzheimer's and, uh, and dementia. Yep. And and so there, cognitive that's right problems, cognitive yeah. impairment and memory mm -hmm. loss and the usual symptoms mm -hmm. and what they found was is that um, it was in one it was sixty five I'm not sure which one one was sixty five and sixty six percent less of the people that used it four times or more well that if someone said to you that you there's some device or some supplement or something you could do that would reduce your chance of Alzheimer's or dementia by 65% that would be huge but it's not yeah. common knowledge but no, it exactly yeah. so like so there's the the cognitive uh, chances of, they could probably good chance of probably lowers your chances risks of cognitive disorders heart and a cardiovascular yeah. there's some studies on that is yeah, yeah you know they um, specifically at, with an infrared, they took one with people with uh, uh, condition of heart failure and high blood pressure, so they actually used the sauna as a modality to improve their condition, which is good because sometimes someone may have some sort of heart problem, you say here, I would might print off the abstract to the study and say here, mm -hmm. please take this to the specialist, because you know, right, I'm, not, I'm not qualified to say, oh yes, yeah. you can go ahead and use it. But which has been good because many people with high blood pressure are a little bit hesitant in the conventional sauna, but they have no problem with the infrared. Well, the traditional warnings, you see quite a bit of warnings yeah, so you go yeah. into a sauna. The very yeah. first thing it says, if you have any heart problems or cardio yeah. problems, do yeah. not use the sauna. Yet there's yeah. been a significant amount of studies that have shown that actually the sauna is probably a good, good thing. thing. It could benefit exactly. you from it. Maybe yeah. shorter exposure yeah. 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 If someone has low blood pressure because of mm -hmm. the vasodilate, you know, as far as contraindications, uh, yeah. um, someone has low blood pressure, it's a good idea to go in slowly, maybe have someone that we're with them the first time because mm -hmm. the vasodilation might feel a little bit lightheaded. I've, had, I've never had anybody collapse in the sauna, but it's just a good idea to kind of be yeah. aware of that. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, the other, other uh, concerns would be, as far as if there is any concerns, um, if a woman's pregnant, she could, shouldn't use mm -hmm. infrared sauna. Yeah. Not that there hasn't been any studies on pregnancy and miscarriage, but there has been even with hot tub use. And, yeah, and well, just having it just, just, it just doesn't body make temperature sense. going up, that's with right. Diabetes and that and then the sense. other thing is, I probably would use the sauna if a woman's breastfeeding. Now, it's interesting because yeah. they like the sauna because it helps promote milk flow. Well, I was getting some feedback from a couple of women that have uh, purchased them from me and or our company, 
And, uh, and they said, you know, our kids are called because it could have anything to do with the sauna. And I felt this wave of guilt. And I talked to a toxicologist at UBC. And I said, is there a chance of mobilizing toxins in your breast milk? And he said, oh, yeah, definitely. So oh, okay. I strongly suggest that one's breastfeeding not to do it. And I've had, oh, okay. I've had people use it and said, hey, they haven't had the kids have any, any problems. But it just to me, it would be, I'd be air on the side of caution and, and not, not breastfeed when mm -hmm. you're in an infrared sauna. Okay, so so far we've got we've talked about immunity. Yeah. Uh, so we've talked about the immunity, uh, how it simulates a kind of an artificial fever. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about uh, performance, yeah. athlete performance, whether it's helping them with uh, injuries yeah. or helping them with flexibility, yeah. and just helping them with performance. I know in Dr. Rhonda Patrick, they've talked about it. Um, she suggests doing it after training quite yeah. often, that yeah. sort of thing. But now there's even some research showing that hey, it might be a good idea to do it before training. Mm -hmm. It's for fat loss, mobilization, it's a big one. Obviously for weight loss, it helps a lot too. Yeah. Um, we've talked about heart and cardiovascular benefits. Yeah. I Long, see, overall longevity, yeah. what were you gonna say? Well, I often uh, sell the saunas to, you know, I have them in a lot of clinics and the people are using and then they benefit and then they end up buying one for their home. And that's mm. pretty common. And the ones that I would say that I seem to really hit home are people that have kind of chronic pain. They have whether it's rheumatoid arthritis or they have fibromyalgia or yeah. they have any of those labels mm -hmm. and and i don't it's because of the whether it's because of relaxing the muscle or clearing waste out of the area the vasodilation they definitely get pain relief so you, you can't make any guarantee that's why i always suggest someone go try it out see how you feel yeah and um, i had this woman was on gold medication for arthritis. I don't even know what it is. She said okay. it's a very powerful arthritic medication. Mm -hmm. And she said as long as she did the sauna three times a week, she can be complete without her medication. She had her hands gnarled that she couldn't like write and stuff. And okay. she says, you know, and she was, anyway. So yeah. for her, and you know, like I said, there's no guarantees, you know, making claims for someone's health, but for some people, that's why it's worthwhile to try. And just yeah. say, okay, you know, this, it, it, yeah. And yeah. it's, um. The other um, issue is, uh, and you mentioned earlier, is toxins and heavy metals. Yeah, which I want yeah. to talk about yeah. next, because yeah. uh, the toxins right now, this whole this whole movement right now towards going back to more nature, like xenoestrogens in the environment, phytoestrogens, heavy metals, molds, yeah. sauna. And I know a lot of people use the word detox, and they get all freaky out, especially the medical community. They hate the word detox. You know, the, the nutrition story. They sell detoxes. But, you know, and I would say, well, these, you know, everybody can seem to agree that there's things that can harm your organs. Yet when you have a supplement, say, like something that says it'll help your liver, all the medical people go, oh, there's no such thing. It's like, well, no, there actually is. Milk thistle's proven to help the, the liver. But saunas are by far, it seems, coming up in a lot of the research is one of the best ways to detox. I mean, they're talking about everything from heavy metals, aluminums, uh, mercury is a big one they talk about, but they're also talking about, you know, xenoestrogens, the plastics, the BPAs, just tons of stuff that these things seem to uh, detox. Now you have a story about that, don't you? Kind of how you got into the whole thing. Yeah, I, I never had a great desire to produce an infrared sauna company. Or so you didn't grow up saying, boy, I want to build saunas? That's right, or sell saunas. It <laughs> right. never even entered my mind. So I was a, I was a firefighter, um, had the, um, a bit of an adrenaline junk. He was on the mountain rescue team and Worcester ski patrol and so pretty active yep. and I reached a point where I had difficulty walking a block couldn't hold on to a telephone couldn't write and they said I had fibromyalgia and, and to be honest with you I was pretty mainstream pretty naive mm -hmm. um, you know went along with the stuff and then then I was taking 
they gave me NSAIDs and then I had gastric bleeding and then they're giving me something for that. And, and what saved me, this doesn't sound very nice, but what saved me, another fellow in my same four-man crew came down with the same symptoms about eight months later. Okay. Got, Wait a minute, you got two healthy guys and neither of us can work. So I had an adipose tissue central, central lab in the States called Acute Kim Labs. Okay. And it turned out it was very high. So you mean they tested your fat? Yeah. And yeah. I, sorry. And I, I, it turned out I was very high in a coordinated pesticide used in treating wood products. And in my oh, okay. ignorance, we've been to a roofing tar fire and didn't always have our breathing apparatus on, you know, late 80s, early 90s. And, and I'm not saying that, that I have proof of that, but it mm -hmm. just made sense. So that got me on the whole journey of detoxification. And as you pointed out, it was sweating in the saunas that seemed to be the most effective. And that's what the studies were showing. And, and uh, it mainly because I think it bypasses your liver and kidneys. And so a lot of people that, let's say they have compromised phase two detox pathways, if they have a toxin overload problem, it, it's a way to lower your toxin load that is easier to do. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the stuff that, I'll give you an example, is that I went to my first functional medicine conference in 1996. And it was fascinating because I thought it was the exception. I happened to be this fire, you know, firefighter that had toxin exposure. Mm -hmm. And these leading researchers, and some of them were just brilliant, were saying, look, it really didn't matter what label they put on their patients. And sometimes it was chronic fatigue, sometimes fibromyalgia, sometimes arthritis, and they used, you know, sometimes even MS and lupus. And it says some of them had a toxic load is, and the majority of the toxic load is too high. They use the analogy of a rain barrel. Here's this person's toxic Oh, it's like Dr. Stephen Cabral's book, The Rain Barrel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's using the analogy of a rain barrel. And it says sometimes the final Just trigger. Fills that, and fills yeah, and yeah. fills and fills. And, oh, and, and fills. That's right. And whether it's mercury and the final trigger, mm -hmm. you know, that sets everything off. It can be mercury in the mouth. It can, it can even be a car accident, be emotional trauma. It can be pesticide exposure. And then, boom overflows the top of the rainbow, puts pressure on the immune system, the thyroid, the digestive system. And they weren't endorsing infrared saunas in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even know about them in the 90s, early yeah. 90s. But they said if you can lower the toxic load in the rain barrel, these patients often dramatically improve. And that was when the light went on for me. Hey, I'm not the only one that benefited from detoxifying. And I think, I'll be honest with you, I think it's the same with cancer, is that everybody's toxic load is too high. When I was young, there was no such thing as leukemia wards for kids, but there is now. Okay? Yeah. And so I'd say, what's the common denominator? Well, it's the toxic load. It, that's the high. thing, and that's what I talked to when I was doing a podcast with Dr. Anthony G.J. too. We talked about that, because I think people dramatically don't understand the toxic load they're in nowadays. You start talking about the stuff, and, you know, you're talking about the pack of Splendas and coffee, Sam, and eh, the pack of Splenda doesn't hurt, and, you know, using this little Mr. Clean doesn't hurt, using a Glade plug-in freshener doesn't hurt, and, you know, oh, this and that doesn't hurt, and I'm like, yeah, each one of those, if that was the only thing, you know, I, and we said, I said this exact thing on my podcast, I said, yeah, if you were living on an organic island, and the worst thing you did was have a pack of Splenda in your coffee, You'd be fine. Yeah. But the fact is, we have so many toxins we're exposed to every day that a milligram here, half a milligram there, a micron there, a micron here yeah. adds. And when they up. test the chemicals, let's say they do it, come up with a new chemical, and they do do a, a study, they don't do long term studies. No. And, and they're not combining this chemical with this chemical and this chemical. Well, it's almost impossible that we talk about that. So you yeah. can't do it, it'd be, you'd be in the trillions of combinations. Yeah. You can never figure out the combination. Yeah. And the other thing, too, from what I've seen in the, in the you know, in, in the, the, in the literature is that a lot of these chemicals what happens is that they can come out they can bring them out first and they don't have like basically this the chemical come out and then 
they cancel them later when they find out there's something negative about it. Oh, yeah. So it's not like a drug, for instance, where a drug has to be proven, 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 and you know, safe. Yeah. Uh, and then they can bring out a chemical, then all of a sudden they go, you know, oh crap, turns out that chemical is bad for us, we didn't know. Well, then they have to yeah. take it off the shelf. Yeah. So we're constantly the guinea pig all the time. And that's the big problem, I think. No, it's true. Now, your sauna, did you say, now, you, so you have this problem. Did you just put and the went, two and two no, together? It went, it, it, when the other fellow came down with the same symptoms, it just made sense. So that's how I made the connection with both firefighters and yeah, the so you made sense. That made sense that the, 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 the pesticide was yeah, it. Yeah. But well, how, what did you, when did you first decide, I'm just going to step on a sauna? Did you read a paper on a sauna? Yeah, there was, there was a number of papers on saunas, not on infrared at the time. Yeah, it was yeah. conventional sauna. Um, they would do, you know, a, a regime. They increase in doses of niacin. They make sure they take calcium, magnesium, mm -hmm. and usually over a 30-day period, um, they were dropping both toxins and heavy metals by about 23%. Okay, so you just basically yeah. started researching how to yeah. Yeah. And I, and my, I, my background, I was a biologist before I was a firefighter, so I never mind okay. doing research. And so you go into PubMed, you look at Medline, and look at the, some of these research papers, and they were valid. Right? Gotcha. Okay. And so then. Um, um, it's a similar thing for, I think, in, even in the 80s, uh, Huggins' book came out, Uninformed Consent. He was one of the original gurus for Mercury. And okay. he, has some, he had some concerns with some of the chelators. And he says, the safest way of lowering your mercury levels in your body is by sweating, because you're bypassing the liver and kidneys. And so they've been using sweating for a long time for, and there's a lot of studies out there, uh, forget it, just sweating will, will lower toxins and heavy metals. So the advantage of an infrared sauna is you're accelerating that. And of course, because it penetrates an inch and a half, two inches of the tissue, it tends to mobilize more toxins and heavy metals mm -hmm. than if you're just going for a run. So yeah, that's, you know, sure. sometimes it's interesting because I had... You sweat I, a lot more of these than you do in the gym. Yeah. I mean, that's a yeah, given. Yeah. And, and it's interesting. One of the places that I uh, had, uh, I had this on a lot of different practitioners. And one of the places... Um, the owner phoned me up and she says, Randy, you gotta come down here. And I thought there was something wrong with this sauna. Okay, it was in Vancouver. And so I whipped over there and she said, look, and she had these white towels, okay, and yeah. they had brown marks and black marks and yellow marks on these towels. Yeah. And she says, Randy, I can't get these stains out and I laugh. Well, that's when you and say switch yeah, to black towels. Yeah, no, exactly. Said, <laughs> oh, yeah, it was it. Why did she call yeah. you for that? Yeah. Switch to black yeah. towels. I said, or have your clients bring their own towels. So well, like, that, that makes sense too. To yeah, that makes sense too. But it just goes to show you some of the stuff is dumping out of people. Yeah. And we had a, a one of the doctors in Calgary was telling me, he said, Randy, the, a patient of mine went in, okay, and she, with a beige towel, okay, and she came yeah. out and her towel was pinkish in color. And they, not, not bright pink, but a yeah, pink as yeah, you. And they said, wow, what have you been exposed to? And she said, nothing. I've been an office worker, you know, most of my life and didn't mm -hmm. handle chemicals or anything. And, and then she was thinking about it a bit. And she says, you know, in my youth, I had a bad acne problem. And uh, the was tetracycline or something else had that pink filler in there. Oh. And so that's the only thing they could think of hmm. that she was dumping out all these years later. Wow. Yeah, so it's people don't understand these toxins get stored in fat cells, yeah, right? Like yeah. you carry them around. So you had mentioned before uh, about um, niacin and some of the supplements you use. Yeah. Now, one of the things that I really like to do, I tend to use a lot of broccoli sprouts yeah. um, because that's, you know, we've heard Dr. Rhonda Patrick talk about that's the four fame, really good helping. It's particularly detox, the car exhaust, the kind of yeah. those air pollution. Benzene. Benzene, Corella, yeah. and cilantro is really good for mercury. What, do you have anything you suggest to your people if they're coming to you for detox? Well, like, just, you know, all those I suggest. The big thing is cilantro, I always find, make sure you're taking a binder like Corella or like the broccoli sprouts at the same time because okay. sometimes 
times you can mobilize the mercury and it can move somewhere else. Yeah, okay, which is why the cilantro is important. It's not yeah. just the corolla. Corolla yeah. will get it moving, yeah. Yeah. but moving is not necessarily yeah. a good thing. Yeah, and especially kind of if it like, lands in the wrong spot. Yeah, that's what I've seen with people taking higher doses of cilantro. It's mobilizing the mercury, but it's not necessarily getting it out. So, okay. So a lot of times when you're taking the supplements, of course, if you're adding the sauna at the same time, mm -hmm. you're minimizing the reuptake because you have another means of dumping it out. So yeah. it's a really good combination that way. The other thing that you have to remember with increasing sauna use is you have to increase your electrolytes and trace minerals. Um, yes, a lot of people with chronic health problems has intestinal dysbiosis, which is a polite way of saying they have imbalanced critters in the body, fungi, parasites, yada yada. Mm -hmm. um, but so it means they have malabsorption problems. So they may already be low in electrolytes and trace minerals, and they start oh, to do okay. the sauna, and it can exasperate it. Because so, potassium would go pretty quick, yeah, I imagine. Potassium, too. sodium, and magnesium are the top three in trace minerals. So you know, oh, okay. so those are the things to kind of keep in mind. I'm just not a great fan of something like Gatorade. This principle is the same because it yeah. has the sweeteners in there. There, right? No, I use okay. concentrate drops, yeah. Yeah. which is just pure trace minerals. Yeah. So that's yeah. a good one. And sea salt I use. I also take magnesium catalysts, but that's at night. But yeah. what I do is my little routine is, you know, I've done this aforefame, I eat a lot with the broccoli sprouts. Yeah. When I go to the sauna, quite often I actually take a stainless steel bottle with me, because again, you don't yeah. want to have plastic inside yeah. the hot yeah. room. Yeah. Um, filtered water is yeah. a must, I would say. And we'll talk about that a little bit that after. But in my filtered water, anyways, I like to put in a tablespoon of beet, beet powder, yeah. Yeah, because that helps to increase the, you know, the yeah. nitrogen and get the circulation going. Uh, it makes you bright red, you know, besides you're already at the sauna. Plus the beet just giving you that pump, similar to, you know, the pre-workout stuff yeah. that I take. But I also squeeze a lemon in that yeah. as well. Yeah. And Lemon's um, good for all kinds of things. Yeah, exactly. Lemon's yeah. great for that. And that's kind of like my little routine there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, anything so, else? Well, sometimes mm, some people have trouble. And the mineral drops, yeah. sorry. Some people have trouble with the magnesium with absorption or if they take too much, they get diarrhea. So a way around that, if they have that issue, is they can take transdermal magnesium because the bypass is oh, okay. got. So you can just put it on as a bit of cream or oil. Yeah. Or even a yeah. magnesium bath, I imagine. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. another kind you can use is magnesium blisclinate. Yeah. which is kind of a, a more popular form now. It's pretty yeah. easy on the stomach, has a high absorption rate, so that's yeah. always yeah. a good one too. Yeah. Um, now I'd heard, you know, and I'd heard, a, it was a, an, actually an interview with Dr. Rhonda Patrick, and she was talking to um, one of the doctors on Alzheimer's, and he actually brought up a really good point, and that's another thing that I did. Um, whenever I, I always say, I've, we're coming up with actually this thing called Don't Retox After Your Detox, mm -hmm. which is a program that we give people when, you know, basically when they were doing a detox. And he had brought up, that you know, after your sauna, make sure you're having a shower, right? Because you don't want to reabsorb yeah, the toxins. Yeah. But he was like, don't use a crappy chemical filled soap because yeah. it defeats the whole purpose. Use like a Dr. Bronner's or something like, like that, you yeah, know, the natural yeah, soap. Natural. So I've always done that too. I just use a Dr. Bronner's. But you know, even like chlorine filter on your shower is probably something that would be a good idea. Yeah, you can either put it on your shower or you can get these filters now to your whole house. But the, yeah, the, you know, because don't underestimate how much chlorine you're taking and people might drink filtered water and then they're having a shower and having all this cleaning at hot temperature the vapor you're taking in is well I've when we say that all the time I tell people I said you know I always say to them so you have a you have a water filter on your tap they're like yep yeah. you get what's put in your shower no I'm like well you know you absorb the equivalent of chlorine of three to four liters of water in a 10 minute shower and then you do drinking you know yeah. I was like so the shower is almost more important 
Like, it really is yeah. almost the shower one is actually almost literally more important than the water you're drinking yeah. water. So it's crazy because yeah. everybody's got a water filter on there. You know, everybody's got their brain yeah. and they have the water filter, but nobody's got a shower filter. Yeah, very so, so yeah, so a few good tips, you know, is uh, definitely the, um, the mineral drops. Yeah. And, and it's interesting, I didn't realize the correlation between sweating and electrolytes and trace minerals. And, uh -huh. and once I once I recovered, it yeah, to, yeah, should have been noticed. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and then as far as um, limiting your sweating, oh, okay. Um, I was well climatized to using infrared sauna. I've been doing it for years, and my month of June was my detox month, and I was doing it every day. Okay. okay. So the other time I was kind of three so times 30, a week. Thirty days. Thirty of days straight. I think okay. we're all exposed to something. We can do something to lower toxic load on a regular basis. You know, that's a good way of doing it. And so that was my regime. And it was probably day five of the month, and I'm drinking lots of water, and I stopped sweating. I, I stopped sweating, okay. and I'm overheating, and I'm thinking, what the heck is going on? Because I'm well climatized to using the sauna. Yeah. And then I thought, you're hmm. minerals. yeah, I'm yeah. going minerals. Because your so, body doesn't want to like go the water. So, exactly. Yeah. So I went out of the sauna, I grabbed a package of dolts, you know, seaweed. It's an acquired yep. taste. You either like it or you hate it, but mm -hmm. it's, you know, I don't mind it. Yeah. And and not right away, but for about seven minutes after chewing it. Boom, I was sweating profuse again. So I phoned one of the doctors I really respect on detoxification down in the US. And I said, Ron, does your body have a defensive mechanism if you're low on electrolytes and trace minerals to minimize your sweating? And he said, oh yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, it would make so, sense because yeah. your body, like anything else, is adaptable. Yep. If all of a sudden it's, you're in this hot, hot environment where you just keep losing all your water because you've lost all your minerals, obviously your body's going to want to start to hold on to yeah. it and not let it go. It's just to, to save your life. Yeah. So that makes sense. So in other words, so if you're not sweating in the shower, you should start eating more sushi. <laughs> should start eating more seaweed sushi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just make sure you're not using that soy. It's yeah. Soy sauce. Use coconut aminos. Much better for you. Get your soy estrogens and all. And the dulce is an acquired taste. People yeah. like it or they hate it. So yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, now let's talk about your sauna. So we've covered a lot. You know, saunas. We didn't get into brain-derived neurotrophic factor when it comes to. So just so you guys know, it increases that in your brain, which is a yeah. good thing. But let's talk about your saunas because here's the thing. Right now I can go on to Amazon.com yeah. and I can order an infrared sauna yeah. for 899 bucks. Yeah, right? probably, probably. Now yours are not 899 no. no, they're a little bit more. But so no. tell me then, that in my opinion, the reason why you know, I came to you is because in my opinion you have you know, you have a great backstory, but you also have the best infrared sauna that I've seen, yeah. period. Well, thanks for that. And I when think you talked about it, what makes yours special? Tell, well, tell us what makes the other ones not special and yet yeah. you're special. Well, I think I always tell what people should look for when buying an yes. infrared sauna. Okay. Okay. And so what are, should we look for yeah. besides it being pretty? Yeah. So the first of all is you want to make sure if the whole idea you're using the sauna for detoxification for health, you don't want to be sitting in an environment that's off-gassing. That know? doesn't make okay. sense. It doesn't make sense. That doesn't so, make sense. You know, some of, the, some of the cheaper ones out there, you know, I'm taking them apart. I won't mm -hmm. mention brand names, but, you know, two of us took a crowbar. Even though... In, in, Come on, we're Costco. Yeah. <laughs> Inside, <laughs> it looked like real wood. But when we looked at, found out with the frame, one company was using plywood and the other was using MDF board, multiple density fiber board, which off-gassed from aldehyde. Mm. So the whole deal in the sauna is you should be in a pristine environment. Now, now to, uh, I, I'd argue with yeah. you there. If you're trying to look young forever from all the height is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true, because yeah, that, that's I've true. You get the, that glow, yeah, right? You get yeah. that glow, you get that natural look. <laughs> yeah, I never really thought about it. That yeah, way, exactly. Right? I always say there's nothing wrong from yeah. the height. It makes you look good. Yeah. You know, that's why they use it in the dead bodies. And it kind of quiets you down. Exactly. Too, it makes right? you a little yeah. silent. Yeah, yeah. Right. Anyway, so but go they, on. So from all the height, not yeah. good. And and um VOCs, it stands for volatile organic compounds. Mm -hmm. Okay, and they measure parts per million. If 
you're looking These at are any, airborne. Yeah. If you're looking at any company out there, ask for their independent VOC testing of their whole salon. It's not this huge cost item. It probably costs fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars to do. Okay. So a company should, and not just someone sending in their heaters in. They should actually have the whole sauna tested, mm. and then and then you'll know it's non-toxic. Because you know? what you had said, and you just brought up a point that people probably passed over. You just said some just have their heaters tested. Yeah. So is that a way of they, they kind of cheat the system well, a little bit? It, is there it, different areas you can test to get readings that you want? Well, okay. Well, let's say, for instance, I had a heater, okay, and it okay. has some toxicity. I could run that heater 24 hours a day for a month. And chances are, it's off-gassed, okay? And it's okay. like a lot of things when you get new, it's off-gassing, and then over time, it's less and less, okay? okay? So what you want a company to do, and a lab to do, is you want them to test the whole, a brand new sauna, meaning in my case, they put the gauge through the vent in the top, and, and they're, you know, so because that's the I sell to a lot of people with MCS, that's for multiple chemical sensitivity, okay. and they're very, they're like the canaries in the coal mine. And okay. I used to be like that. I think your body is a protective mechanism when you're really toxic, you might do that. That's why people say, oh, I have a problem with perfume and cologne and, and bounce. Well, it's because they're hypervigilant because their body is sending that signal on, mm -hmm. you know. And so VOCs, it's a com every company that's selling us on, if they say they're non-toxic, that's great. Say they're natural, that's great. Ask for the independent VOC testing and look closely to see did they have the whole sauna test? Okay, you know. so yours are fully tested. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So and, for and, VOCs and formaldehyde, yeah. just yeah. anything, any yeah. off-gassing yeah. yeah. toxins. And then uh, volatile organic compounds includes a whole bunch of different chemicals that off-gas. So it yeah. should have not low VOCs, it should be zero VOCs. Zero That's VOCs. what you want. Yeah. Right. Now what about EMF? Well, EMF is a t it's an interesting uh, hybrid. EMF is something we're all exposed to, electromagnetic fields. Okay? Yeah, we're saying we've got yeah. Wi-Fi going right now. That, that's right. But and there's two things to look for: electromagnetic field and EF, electrical fields. Okay, mm -hmm. and it's something that we're all exposed to, but it drops off dramatically with distance. So yeah. let's say someone owned a microwave. I'm not suggesting only a microwave. But let's say somebody yeah. did. Okay, and you're uh, two inches away from so it. So on my face, yeah. a microwave. Yeah. And with two inches away, it measures about thirty milligauss. So I'm watching more. the popcorn pop. Okay, you got it. And then. <laughs> But if you drop, if you back off two feet, it drops down to zero. So it dramatically drops off with distance. Now the trouble okay. in infrared sauna is you're always sitting within well, one your inch, back is almost two inches of the, the, heaters. the heaters. You don't right. have the luxury of backing off. Mm -hmm. So I, I was talking to this gentleman in New York the other day, and he says, "Well, we're all exposed to EMF." And I said, "True." And and he, and, he, and and most of the well, you're talking to me. That's right. That, there you and go. Back I, to that argument. I'm not yeah. saying just because he's in New York. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. He happened to be in New York, and he was, and I was saying. Um, uh, I said, okay, and I said, would you be comfortable, I used the microwave analogy to him, I said, would you be comfortable about standing, when your microwave's on, But you put your groin in front yeah. of the microwave while you're making popcorn. I didn't mention the groin, but well, I, I, said, I think body, I probably would. Body, okay, <laughs> for, I said within, for half an hour, mm -hmm. every other day, within two inches, would yeah. you do that? Because he was saying, wow, the studies don't really support it. And I said, I said, would you be comfortable doing that? And he says, no, I wouldn't. Why? And, I said, and I said, why not? And he said, well, just to be on the safe side, I said, aha, oh. you recognize there could be something, and there's most of the research is in Europe, but there is a lot of research on EMF. There's quite a lot of research. Yeah. Like, there's a great new book out, actually, called, um, oh, crap, what's it called? It's, it's something just about, I forget who wrote the book. It's, it's, it's driving me nuts, I forget right now. But yeah, it's basically about all these electrical EMF signals right now in, yeah, in our yeah, environment. Yeah. And he draws a lot of great evidence yeah. about it. So the, the guy so that does Defender Shield, you know, the Defender Shields for oh, laptops yeah, yeah, and stuff? Yeah. He's got a new book out. Okay, yeah, interesting. So oh, go on. So yeah. he said no. 
Yeah, and so, so anyway, so want to stand in front of it, no, I don't want to stand even though there's and no signs, so that's why you should I, not. And I said, so why, how is that any different than infrared zones? You can't see it unless you have a Gauss meter, how do you know? But I'm telling you that most of the infrared zones on the market are quite high in electromagnetic fields, so it just makes sense to have something that is low. Now, again, if a company provides you with, if they say they're low on EMF, zero, or, you know, ours, ours actually average 0.3 milligauss at point of body contact that's okay. wooden slats you lean against. So sitting right against yeah. the heater. And, I, and I told the lab that was doing the now, testing. Sorry, you said 0.03? Yeah, 0. 0.3. 0. Is, that a, is that a lot, a little? I mean, well, as TCO or Swedish standards are 2 milligauss or less. 2, so, okay, yeah, so yours so, is 0.03, yeah. okay. 0.3. 0.3, yeah. And um, so it's kind of, um, rather than saying 0.3, you, you know, when you write, you put the zero in front. Yeah, yeah. gotcha, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying that you have to say that, but I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. you okay, but, but the average is a two, yeah. the safe average, whatever, yeah. that's safe, whatever. Yeah, that's what, you know, the Swedish sweet standards came up for that uh, quite a while ago when they were doing computers and looking at the distance from the screen and they're measuring that point, saying, okay, this is the point of body contact. Mm -hmm. So it just made sense in the sonus to do exactly the same thing. Okay. okay. And so, um, a lot of companies will claim they're zero or low or under two or two or one, but if they did, if you ask for the testing and look at it closely to see do they actually have the sauna tested or again did they just test the heaters in isolation? And the reason why, if they just and someone will say, well, the heaters get it off the high EMF. Well, actually, the, what gives it off the highest is the electrical connection, and of course, you have the wiring. So what you and I care about is the environment we're sitting in, not what the heaters test by themselves. Yeah. So because it only costs. $1,500, $2,000 to have your whole sauna test for EMF, it's about the same as VOCs. Um, that's what you want. You want okay. to say, and if they, because EMF drops off dramatically at distance, a company can take and walk in the door and at zero, up to the ceiling at zero. You can get a lot of reading in your saunas that are zero. Mm -hmm. Then you get to the wooden slats or leaning gains, which is point of body contact. It could be 10 milligrams, but I think, say, the average in the sauna is two. Yeah. So when they took the averages in our sauna, I said, okay, I want over 100 readings in the sauna, and everything has to be 100 readings, 100 over 100. So it's like yeah. the car yeah. inspection, the yeah. 100-point yeah. inspection you did. For most guys, they do one. Yeah, well, <laughs> it might do five. It might do five, yeah. yeah. So, but I said, and everything has to be under two, even at the control panel. But I said, when you're taking averages, all those readings have to be a point of body contact. So when I'm telling someone they're sitting at 0.3 milligauss, that's the environment they're sitting in. And know? literally, they're sitting yeah, on yeah. point zero. And the other thing to look for is EF, EF for electrical fields, which is measured in volts per meter. Mm -hmm. So again, um, building biology is kind of under 10 uh, volts per meter. Ours is, you know, under two. So, it, okay. it, we're, you know, so that's something else to keep in mind. And most gotcha. people aren't testing for that. So yours is darn low. We'll call it on digital pollution too. Yeah. You just call it e-pollution, yeah. digital pollution, yeah. whatever we want to call it. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah, I mean, that's what I really liked is that you not only took the time to say, you know, I want to get rid of the chemical pollution, but you also got rid of the digital pollution. Yeah. yeah. And I, we, I used to have, I used to be honest with you, I used to have a, um, an infrared sauna with ceramic heaters. Not that, that was what I'm going to ask you next yeah. one. Because yeah. I noticed on your, on your uh, advertising, it says carbon fiber heaters. Yeah. But I see other ones that are ceramic. Yeah. What's the difference? I have no Well, clue. I used to, uh, ceramic's still not a bad infrared sauna. Okay. But okay. usually you have a heater that's nine inches by three inches with a reflector behind. There's not a lot of surface area in your body and the temperature is quite high. So people sometimes even get red marks down their back, they get all uncomfortable and the practitioners would tell me this and then they'd move over and then they'd be cool. So I like the idea of the carbon fiber meaning covers the whole back wall, side walls. We even push the side walls in front of the heaters and down to the floor. We put a heater in the floor but I didn't like the idea of that being exposed to the sweat because it's just going to off gas. So 
of ceramic tile over top of the heater on okay. the floor, right? So the other advantage... I don't even think I've ever been in a sauna with a heater on the floor. Yeah, no, it helps you yeah. sweat sooner because your feet get warm. That makes sense. Yeah. And usually when I go to them, I would use the ones in Malaysia and stuff when I go there quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, you know, they throw them in the condos a lot now. Oh, yeah. Oh, but I've never seen one on the floor. Yeah, no, it seems to help. We, we also put... Uh, one under the bench as well, so you got a so hot you get a butt. warm butt. Yeah, there you go, warm there butt. You go. So when so, you say that you yeah. got a hot ass, and it's literally <laughs> <laughs> never thought of it that way. I'll take it. Hot ass, right? Um, so um, I think the, I can be your market. Yeah. Get a hot yeah. ass yeah. with our saunas. Yeah, so yeah. Be literal. No, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> actually, that's uh, actually some of the people. Yeah, I don't know. We'll get into. So the that. only sauna that gives you a hot ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that'd be good marketing, but I might 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 hold back. From yeah, that yeah, it might be. Maybe if you're aiming at a younger yeah, demographic, yeah. the Instagram crowd, you'd yeah, be good. Yeah. That could be your ads yeah. on Instagram. Okay, for okay. Facebook, I'll, keep I'll, it more I'll think about that. I'll have to talk to my legal yeah, employees exactly. and see what they think. Yeah. <laughs> so the um, the other issue is that so there was the I went to the carbon fiber. You had to make sure it was completely non toxic, and then um, you want to have more even coverage at a lower temperature. When the surface team, um, there's a formula when the Heat surface is lower in the, um, the heaters. It slightly increases the the micro wavelength in the far infrared range. So you say okay. someone says far infrared. What does that mean? And then there's near infrared and full spectrum. There's a kind of yeah. a whole bunch of different words out there. So I looked into. Um, I looked at the idea. Okay, is there any benefits of having near infrared in the sauna versus far infrared? All the studies that I could find on sauna use, on infrared sauna use, were in the far infrared range. Okay, okay. which is mostly you know, seven to 14 microns in that micro wavelength, right? Gotcha. And, uh, and that's, again, that's coming from your body at, you know, 9.4, mm. you know, it's something that we're, we're exposed to a lot. Okay. Um, the near-infrared, the research on near-infrared is actually really good, but it was done on light-emitting baths and lasers. That's like the red lights, right? Yeah, like the red, juve yeah, lights yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, Mostly like kind of 630 to 940 nanometers is some in the near-infrared and some in, into the red range. Okay. And the research is good. It shows mitochondria function, wound yeah. healing, all that stuff. Yeah, the mitochondria yeah. we're talking about a lot. But it was done on vitamin diodes and lasers. It wasn't done on infrared saunas. So to me, it's really stretching it to say, make those same claims to do with this. There is no research on near infrared through a saunas, okay? Yeah. yeah. Or you can go to a... Uh, so are you saying there's near infrared saunas out there? Is oh, yeah. you're saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I'm mean, just dead, kind of... So this people, is a far infrared, yeah, but there that, are near infrareds yeah. available. And, and you can say, there's literature out there saying you can go to a hardware store and you can buy these bulbs, okay? And the, these hot bulbs and you can sit in, in a tent with your head out. You I've always seen those. Get, yeah, all yeah, these yeah. things. And that's near, supposedly near infrared. Oh, okay. Now, but the problem is, is you say, okay, how much is in that 630 to 940 nanometers as far as frequency? Sometimes in those bulbs, it's only 15%. And then there's another big issue, and this is why I have a real problem with the near-infrared and the sauna. There's something called the inverse square law from the light source. You say, well, what is that? If you're six inches away from a light source, you go versus one inches away, you go six times six is 36, and you put a one over top. So you're actually only getting 136 the intensity. If you're 10 inches away from a light source, you're only getting 100 the intensity. So okay. most of these kinds, because these bulbs are so hot, you have to be either 12 inches or 24 inches away. But you're not getting the, the benefits. Be the benefits. Because the benefits got to be close, but it's too hot to be close. That's right. You get so all those, those studies that were done on lightning dials and lasers, they were either touching the skin or petri dish or extremely close because of the inverse yeah. parallel. Well, I know like with the Juve lights, yeah. it's a company out of the States that does yeah. the panels and stuff. Yeah. Uh, really good stuff, great research. But again, 
like you stand here in yeah, front of it. Like exactly. They don't get hot because they're little LEDs, I think. That's right. Um, but you're very close to it. But now, could you actually, though, could you take like a juve thing and put it in your yeah, sun you and sit against you it could. so you could do a near and an infrared? Yeah, and as long as this, could be amazing. As long as the sweat's not going to bother. Yeah, you I know, guess You so. have to make sure, check with the manufacturer to do that. Saying, okay, well, if you weren't touching it, if you put it up higher, maybe head level yeah, back. Yeah. Is but you're not. Touching the big thing is, because you pointed out, because you're not getting that hot, is you're not sweating. Okay. Yeah. And so, so if you did that, you have to realize for that part of your body, it's not going to cause you yeah. to sweat. This I guess the other thing would be if you have if you can go to a room that's hot because it still yeah. gets that hot. They yeah. might start melting because yeah. it's plastic. Yeah. Yeah. If you get um, the whole call with the bulbs and the hardware bulbs kind of store, mm -hmm. um, the same they, ones they, they use for food to keep yeah, food hot. They, well, I don't know exactly what microwave yeah. or frequency it's in. Okay, but um, they do get quite hot. So someone says, well, hey. That, that's not true, near infrared does get hot. But the, the bulbs, the hardware bulbs, they get really hot. That's why you have to be 12 inches or 24 inches yeah, away. Yeah, for sure. So if you look at the research in that kind of the near infrared, you actually doesn't heat up the tissue the same. And so okay. this is why the far infrared, all the research studies that I can find on infrared saunas are all in the far infrared range. Mm. And whether it's rheumatoid arthritis, congestive heart failure, well, these studies were all done in the far infrared yeah. range. So until studies come out, on near infrared saunas, which I highly is the way to go right now. That's, that's what I'm thinking. You actually just reminded me, because that was my sauna, my dad's sauna. Remember you had the sauna, it was the kind you put the water on yep. and it got hot. But I remember in the shower, because the shower was outside of the sauna, you would click on it, he had one of the red lights above too. It was yep. really hot. So yep. it was great when he came up, but it's probably just one of those red yep. lighting yep. things. And you the same ones that heat up food. And any, to be fair, any sauna, whether you have the light bulbs or you have the old conventional sauna, you're heating up the air through convection, yep. you know, the traditional yep. saunas. You're benefiting in all of them. Yeah, just okay. because of the heat. That's right. Yeah, and so, and your sweat. Period. Okay? Yeah. But I believe there's other benefits of the far infrared when you're really close to it that far surpasses yeah, any that the Because that these wavelengths yeah. have some health benefits exactly. that the other ones don't. Yeah. Yeah. So gotcha. that's, that's kind of, and it's, and you know, it's, uh, yeah, there's a, a lot of research out there that supports that. And I think on my website, I have some references to it. But yeah, the research, I have actually on the near infrared, I have in the red, I have a light emitting dial paddle myself. If I had an injure, I could use it on the wound and it does help with that. Yeah. And I hold it right against my skin. And it's, okay. and so I'm a great fan. I'm just yeah. not a great fan of being used in this honor. Gotcha. Now let's talk about some of the fun things your, yeah. your, your son does too. So yeah. get off the technical, okay. the scientific. You have colored lights that change. Yeah, that's yeah. just for fun. Some yeah. mood lighting going yeah, on there. Lighting. You can have some red and change. So you have when they switch colors, you can pick any color you yeah. want. Yeah. Um, now, is there Bluetooth in it or not? Because you want to keep it kind of EMF free, right? That's right. So what do you have a, as you far can, as some, if someone audio wants, video? If someone wants a Bluetooth, they can put an adapter in, but mine don't come with that because a lot, wires, a lot of people, sneaker, yeah, a lot of people are, are, can be sensitive to that. But it does have an AMF from radio. Yeah, and an MP3 player. jack. Yeah, and MP3 even, jack. You know, okay. And and as far as people putting their iPhone in with adapters, some do, but I'm not making any guarantees that it's going to be okay with the sweat and the heat, right? So yeah. Now is the jack on the outside or the inside? Inside. They're, drops down from the ceiling. Would there and be so, any way to put a jack on the outside so people could plug in their phone and place yeah, it on well, top? Yeah, well that's people have done. They've run a wire through the top of the lid. Oh, that makes sense. And they have put it up. Because yeah, I've yeah. taken my phone in with me in the saunas quite often because yeah. what I'll do is I just place yeah. it down near the floor where yeah. it tends to be cooler. But because you have heating panels, it's yeah. probably yeah. not a good idea. I get it sometimes. I yeah, get definitely it. keeping your phone on the outside is probably a good yeah. call. And it's just sometimes I'll go in there for the first you know, 12 minutes before I started to sweat and then I tossed it outside. Yeah, so, for sure. That makes sense. <laughs> now, because, yeah, they do take a while to warm up. Now, they do take about 30 minutes, right, to kind of warm up? Well, yeah, usually. 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah, usually you're getting in at, 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 at our saunas, you're getting in 
46 degrees to 49 or 115 to 120 Fahrenheit. Now, when you say that, are you preheating it before you yeah. go in? So you, yeah. so you don't just like turn it on and just walk in. You would no, turn it on you can get some benefits, but the whole idea of sweating, you probably wait 20 minutes before you go in. Okay, because yeah, I know a lot of places where they do it. What they do is they just they charge you for an hour because mm -hmm. the first fifteen minutes of it is just heating up anyway. So you just yeah. kind of sit there, kind of cold, bored. For yeah. a little Most of the time, the commercial place that I have is they all have it set already at forty nine degrees. Yeah, person arrives there and then they just pump the temperature up. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy what you pay for some of these things too for these little treatments and stuff, which is why I just want to buy one. Yeah. When my friend was in India, we went to India to an Ayurvedic retreat. I think it was like thirty bucks to sit in it for like an hour. Yeah, I was no. like, you know what? There's one of this the condo. <laughs> <laughs> it's free. I'll just wait. And she's like, "Why don't you do it too?" I said, "I'll save the thirty bucks and just go on a free one when I get back." Yeah, well, um, you know, and sometimes the place will buy packages at ten and give them five dollars off or something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. for sure. Um, now let's talk about because people are going to say, "Well, you know, if I buy one of these, they're not really that big. Like they're good size, but I mean, yeah. they could fit in a, in a normal home." Well, this, this one here would be two person one. This is a two person. Yeah, it would okay. be forty inches by forty eight. And you okay. can plug this into a regular plug, because yeah. that's normal, a big question. Normal 15 amp circuit, okay? So the one person, normal 15 amp yeah. circuit, mm -hmm. the one and a half person. Well, no, I don't have a one oh, and you don't a half, have but one I have a okay. two person. So but I also two. have a smaller corner unit that's okay. in a corner that all plug into a 15 amp circuit. If you go to a larger size, you have to go to a 20 amp circuit. So still 110, 120, mm -hmm. but it needs a 20 amp circuit because the water is What, what does that mean if I live in a normal condo? In well, it means if, if you're renting, you're probably out of luck. Okay, um, but it's, it's, it's get one of the so bigger no ones. adapters you can get or anything like that. <laughs> no, sure. okay. no, but I'm sure the landlord wouldn't mind if you drill through and run heavier gauge wiring. Yeah, he you know, might. You know. He might, might. Yeah, but yeah. but I could get a but I could get a one person or a two person or, or a corner one yeah. and not have a problem. Exactly. Does, can anything else be plugged into it, or does it have to be kind of well, like it's all ideally? It's not to have a lot of other things. I'll give you an example. I have a two person one in the second bedroom. I have the overhead lights. I have my computer, I have my printer, and a desk lamp, and I never had a problem. Okay. If you have a but hair dryer or something, if you yeah, got another heater, hair dryer, you'll, you'll maybe a, like a deep freezer, or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The, the hair dryers dryer. draw a lot. And so yeah, it's heater, amazing you know? how much a hair dryer draws yeah, for such a little thing. It's crazy. Right? Can, yeah. you know, how many places do you have to turn on the hair dryer and it blows a little yeah. like, It's yeah. a hair dryer. Yeah. It seems so weird. Yeah. So the hair dryer and the heaters are the top two. So so most of the time it draws about depending where you live, but here it's about two. 14 cents an hour to run. So, so 14 cheap. cents yeah, for one very full hour. Yeah. So that's ridiculous. So yeah. I mean, you use it every single day, you'd be looking at like three bucks yeah. a month. So that's, that's pretty cheap. Yeah, because that's obviously one of the other things people ask you. Because you know, you look at it and you think, oh my God, yeah. that's going to put my electricity. Yeah. And if you do own your own house, it's just a matter of all depends, to get a larger one, all depends how far you are from the power box, okay? Okay. So they have to run heavier gauge wiring, 12 gauge wiring, and put a 20 amp circuit on. So oh, okay. it's not a big deal if you're not too far away, but they, gotcha. ideally they should be in a heated room. So okay. it's because the rooms are double walled, but they're not insulated. So they're, you know, it's okay. ideally, you know, 20 degrees Celsius. Yeah. Or, What's your best-selling one? The corner or the two-person? Uh, the two-person. The two-person yeah. one. Yeah, that's what I would get. Because yeah. I, I don't really see the point of having one person unless you just admit you want to be a very lonely person. Yeah. Well, even even this, <laughs> that's true. But yeah. that's the reason like, you're at the bar and you're chatting up a girl. Hey, you don't want to go back to my son? Hey, you got two-person. It's, it's a great selling point for bringing I mean, somebody back really to your place. I never really thought about that. It's a great selling point. Yes. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, keep that in mind. I'll tell that to my partner. Exactly. She'll love that. 
I'd say um, you can use that for the single guy, yeah. you know, just say, hey, it's a great <laughs> way to bring, you know, people back. But the nice thing is, if, if you're suddenly using it by yourself, you can lean against the sidewall and bring your legs up on the bench, so mm. you have the option of moving around in there, right? Yeah. Whether you're doing some stretching or you just want to move. Yeah, that's what I like to do. I like to sit with the one, the one person's not bad, but you can just sit ahead, right? Yeah, it's just, yeah. But this one, I like, yeah. you have that little extra room, like you said, to yeah. put your and feet And I put additional heater at the front wall. Want to do your meditation in there. Yeah, at the back of the, this one here, there's the heater on the other side there. Oh, there's a heater on the yeah. front here too. Yeah. So, yeah. This, so where are all the heaters? You got a heater on the floor coming up. This is all these black things here. They're yeah, all Yeah, it goes to the top of the head because I, some people have... Um, High heads. Yeah. <laughs> they have sore necks, sore back of the head. You yeah. want fat content in the head. It just made sense to me to have it back. And we push the heaters in, uh, not just to the edge of the bench, like a lot of companies do. We put them here almost towards the front yeah, wall. It goes right on so you're the getting the coverage almost. against your legs. Yeah. And the back of the legs, then we have a heater in the floor covered with a ceramic tile. And some will have a heater at the front. Yeah, because a lot of them is just that strip, like right around yeah. here. That's yeah. what I've seen normally. Yeah. That's yeah. why I like yeah. to have my feet up here, because there's nothing down yeah. here. This will be quite cold. Yeah. Yeah. But you got it. You got it fully, like you got it right yeah. from the basically the, your feet. Ankles right up to the top of your head. I mean, you pretty yeah. much put a heater anywhere you yeah. can. Yeah, and we didn't put it above the head because there's no you want well, to heat up the, the air. Heat, yeah, that makes no sense. Up, but it just made sense to have it right to the back of. But even the front one here. Yeah, so it's worked out well. It's kind of so. What's happened is people say they love the fact of getting in here and they feel enveloped with the heat and they're sweating profusely at lower temperatures. That's the ideal thing, right? Cool. Now your website is radianthealthsaunas.com. Com. Yeah. Now we have, okay. yeah, I have to be careful. There is a product out there called Radiant Sauna. Okay. I have no affiliate, nothing to do with it. It's, it's sold so by the word health called. is the key thing here. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a bit of a sore point, but anyway, it's, yeah. it's, 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 <laughs> so and they'll they'll be sold on Amazon and Overstock, whatever. And, and I found out about them because someone would buy one, have problems, and then they would give them yeah, my phone number yeah. to fix it. Oh, okay. okay. So, so who would give them your phone number? Amazon. Oh, okay. Over, you know, Overstock. You know, oh, okay. Walmart. You know, so. Anyway, so <laughs> that must be annoying. Yeah. So there's a radiant sauna. Yeah. We don't go to them. We yeah. go to radiant, radiant health sauna. sauna. And I have a trademark Saunas. on that. Yeah. Saunas. So I have okay. a trademark on that. So I'm trying to deal with it. So. Well, because you designed these, right? Like yeah. you yeah. went all out. You get the testing done. Is this Canadian wood? Was yes, Canadian hemlock. Canadian now, hemlock. I, I've experimented with the different woods. I started off with cedar, great wood. Uh, antibacterial, antifungal. But what's fascinating is sometimes people, especially people with chronic health problems, they might have a delayed reaction to the terpenes from the cedar. Oh, so okay. many, not many times, a few times I've had to actually pull it out of someone's house because they're reacting to the cedar like two or three months later. And the same myself with a lot of practitioners and they're saying their patients would sometimes react to the cedar, the terpenes. So then I experimented with basswood and spruce and, uh, and buckler. All good wood as far as people not reacting to, but they didn't handle the heat that well over time. They would mm -hmm. check or crack or warp. Um, so with the Canadian hemlock, what we found is we kiln dried it to 68% moisture content. So they called it furniture grade. So okay. because of that, you don't get the warping and the checking, and that's why we can give a lifetime warranty on the wood. So okay. Yeah. What is the warranty then on these yeah, things? So it's a lifetime warranty on the wood. Lifetime warranty on the wood. Yeah, it's uh, five years on electrical, and it's um, lifetime on the heaters. So lifetime yeah. on the yeah. heaters. Yeah. If if there is a problem ever, what is there kind of a what was would be the main problem if there ever is one? Well, it's not, definitely never had really any problem with the heaters. Um, we used to have a fuse would go. Someone has a power, uh, electrical storm, 
car. And so what we did is we thought, okay, so we took the fuse out and we have a breaker switch underneath the bench. So oh, okay. kind of adapted that way. Yeah. And underneath the bench, you've also got a modular metal box under there. And the idea, because I sell to, you know, practitioners right across uh, U.S. and Canada, um, no one wants to be down. It's not just the fact that they're in a clinic and have someone going through a detox program. It's, mm -hmm. it's cash flow too. You know, they've yeah. got their regular clients are coming, or patients are coming and using the song. Maybe it might be in a spa. Because like you said, you charge 20 to 30 bucks an hour for this. I mean, yeah. if you're a trainer, yeah. it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Yoga, meditation studio, physio, anything, even a tanning. You go to a tanning salon, it's probably worth tossing one of these in. Yeah, some of them, some of the tanning salons have them. Yeah. Yeah. Healthier, so yeah, that makes sense. sense. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> we had a great episode on tanning the other day, oh, and there's okay. a, actually there's a lot of evidence. Actually, now a lot of studies have come out that said, you know, a lot of those warnings on tanning have yeah. kind of overdone it too a yeah. bit because it's the guys are like, oh, the sun will kill you. It's like, yeah, no, we involved in the sun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, it depends yeah. to the level. But yeah, I mean, yeah. but definitely you can do this every day. Yeah. We can all agree that yeah. you don't tan yeah. every no, day. No, I didn't mean to throw tanning into the box. Because <laughs> yeah. we don't yeah. want to get yeah. Sean down here yeah. beating on you, throwing eggs on your son in the middle of the night. <laughs> no, no, I have them in a number of tannings. Because I'm a tanner too. I tan and I sauna. I, have I just like warm rooms. Yeah, I have a, a number of uh, tanning salons that I sell. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, no, it makes sense. I mean, I think yeah. it's a great idea. Yeah. So the, the um, I guess with the um, concern, I guess, is as far as when you, you know, just don't go rush out and buy the sauna thinking they're all the same. Mm. They're not, you know. Yeah, no, for and, sure. And so that's, you know, just and, and if you're can, getting something at the size of a small yeah. room for under a thousand yeah, bucks, yeah. it's probably yeah. maybe something we should yeah. reconsider. And, and if a company says they have independent VOC testing, look closely at the testing. If the company has sent bottles of air, and I'm not joking, yeah. some companies have bottles of air to a testing lab, and their employees test the air. Okay. So I mean, I could just like open this, yeah. put a bottle in here. Well, that's, what, that's what they're saying, you're incentive for shipping. Huh. That's not independent testing. You and I could have that open a picnic table outside and say, yeah. yeah that's like that board. company that was sending, they would they, they would go, uh, they would bottle Vancouver Air and they'll yeah. ship it to China. Yeah. It's like yeah. the same thing. It's like, it just yeah. seems really stupid, but it's amazing what you can get away with. So, so you have to actually look at the testing. Okay? Yeah. And, and, that, and that's what I did. One company, a com uh, customer told me, well, is that the company they are testing for VOCs too? And I had that. I'm so pleased to see that. You know, and, then, and he said, do you mind sending me the testing? And there it was, I looked at it was, and they said on such and such a day, we accepted the bottles of air from the Terrible. Test, putting a bottle, a Pepsi bottle, empty one, put the lid on it, so that's... Well, it'd be a different thing. If the lab techs came and did it, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah. But if the yeah. employee sends the bottle of air... Yeah, yeah I mean, that's literally what you're doing. That is going, and sending it off and trying to say it's healthy. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But it's crazy what people get away with. Yeah. Um, so, radianthealthsaunas.com. You have everything from quarter, and one, one person up to six people, is it? No, eight? four person. Four person. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so they go up yeah. to four person. Yeah. Okay. Um, Some of that, a lot of the gyms, fire halls, and that will go yeah. to four persons that they've been selling to a lot of fire halls lately. Just, okay. It just makes sense. You know, you yeah, well, obviously, X fire, you can yeah. know yeah. that. Um, construction, I guess, will probably do really well, too, right? Construction yeah. orders really yeah. well. Anybody that's dealing with heavy metals, a lot of people. Dentist, uh, dental assistants, there's all, have high levels of mercury. I mean, there's all kinds of industry where they have, not just in construction, where they're exposed to heavy metals or mercury and all that. So if somebody's in the in, in looking right now at saunas and they've been doing some research and they have yeah. some questions, can they email you? Do they yeah. just, can they just go to the contact page? Well, no, probably the best is to, I always find it's better because people have a lot of questions is just phone me on my toll-free number, which is 1-888-291-6544. 
four. Six five four four. Yeah, that's a toll free can, number yeah. from North America. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because you ship to Canada and the U.S. Yeah, yeah. Now, when, does that include now when somebody buys them? Do they have to put it together themselves? How does that? You have work? a couple options. Okay, okay. It take it take two people about an hour to put together. A big ones maybe an hour and fifteen minutes. Okay. It's not like a, I won't mention the brand name. Not like mm -hmm. another company where. You know, it's really hard to put together and yeah. whatever. Yeah. And um, this is IKEA simple. <laughs> there we go. I was going to mention IKEA the brand. simple. I was going to mention the brand. Name, right? You don't like to mention brands. I like to throw people under buses and stuff. Anyway, yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm like, if somebody's putting out crap quality, I want to throw it out there. It's all opinion. It's all opinion. But you know, it just it drives me nuts, yeah. especially when I listen to podcasts. Like, yeah. yeah, this guy's it's terrible what he's doing, but I won't give his name. I'm like, you should give your name because yeah. we need to know who's doing the shitty stuff that we want to okay. avoid. All right, so it's not like I got a key piece of furniture. Okay. okay, it's it's very easy to put together. It would take people. Well, some two of that IKEA stuff's kind of easy. Yeah, you can't. No, it's it's like the easy IKEA furniture. Easy IKEA. I easy, like the yeah. lack table. Yeah. That's the simple nine ninety nine table. Everybody's got a lack table. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so it is cool. very. And but if someone doesn't want to do it, depending on what city you're in, we can arrange for someone to deliver and set it up. Okay. Okay. So they don't have to do it. Gotcha. Um, but it comes in three large boxes, um, and uh, like I said, we can send them the you know steps to do online ahead before they even buy it. They say, oh yeah, it's pretty simple. In here, I didn't want to have hinges on the outside. So we've got a metal pin in one wall, a metal hole in the other. You lift the side walls in, it drops into place. So it's really solid. Like you okay. know, when you go to move it, it's 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 mm -hmm. solid. But it's so but you don't have to, you don't see the fasteners, which is kind of nice. Yeah, right? no, it's nice. It's a really well done machine. I love yeah. the lights yeah. on it. But yeah, I mean, I definitely uh, want to connect with you next year. Twenty nineteen is my year of the infrared sauna. That's uh, oh, so great. I got to get a place a little bit bigger. Uh, but when I get it, that's definitely on yeah, my list because I, I think think about this. Um, like we talked about the, between the brain, the heart, the skin, the longevity, the, the you know, every, so many benefits. It doesn't really make sense nowadays to not have one, I don't think. So to me, it's like a real investment. So, you know, there are the thousands of dollars, let's not lie about it, but it's such an investment into your health. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Like you said, almost lifetime on the wood, lifetime on the heater, yeah. five years on the electric, yeah. rarely anything problem. No, it's it. kind of, when we went to a modular system, all nearly all the electrical components here in a metal box under the bench, the idea behind it was if someone had a problem, they sell to so many practitioners, they don't want to be down, is you're going to do four screws in another box and they're good to go. The interesting thing is since we went to the modular system, they hardly had any repairs at all in yeah. the field, even at these commercial places that are operating all the time. Yeah. So it's been really, really good. Because huh. yeah. it'll amaze you sometimes, you know, people say, oh, it's so expensive. I just saw, my friend showed me the other day, it was a, I think it was Burberry, a white cotton t-shirt, okay? Just a Burberry. Five hundred dollars. <laughs> you got women out there lining up buying these three thousand dollar handbags, five thousand dollar handbags, those stupid shoes with the red bottoms on them, and you know, a, a Burberry T-shirts. You know, for thousands of dollars, and then people just cheap out of their health. You know, where they think one hundred fifty bucks a month for a gym membership is too much, or a couple grand is too much for sauna. I'm like, guys, we, we just have to really prioritize. Yeah. You know, we don't have a problem spending a thousand dollars on every new iPhone every year. Yeah, and then we all know an iPhone is only good for about two years, right? Let's face it, you need a new one after two well, years. Well, they changed the adapters. Yeah, well, they did. They changed the adapters, <laughs> and, you know, they just they changed the software. They've admitted they're changing the software. Something like this is going to last you forever, and it's going to take care of a lot of health issues. And the, and, the, and the lifetime warranty is interesting because there was a case in the States as far as um, someone having an appliance and... And the, the judge or something says, well, the, the lifetime on the 
uh, is seven years. That's, that's yeah. A, a yeah, people get it confused. It's not the yeah. human lifetime. Yeah. It's, and, the, it's the know, lifetime of the no, average no, of clients. No, actually, but that's, oh, that, but for legal, you it's that the, legal state says, but yeah. in this one here, it's lifetime as long as you're alive. No, okay. So, it is so if this time. breaks down when I'm yeah. 112 because you're because of the longevity aspect, I can call you up. You know, your kid, yeah, anyway. Yeah, my kid, <laughs> you my predecessor. Not, yeah, if I'm at 112, yeah. you're probably at yeah. least 118. Yeah. So, so you call up your predecessor and say, well, hey. I have, I have a relationship with an American company that they will, if, some, if I was not going to get hit by a bus tomorrow, mm -hmm. they'll cover my warranty and everything. Okay, wow. So, so it's the person's lifetime. Yeah. It's not, yeah, because that's a lot of people get that. I've seen a few legal the lifetime of about, amp yeah. Is, yeah. Is, the, is the lifetime of, like a lifetime of warranty on TVs. Well, the average TV is, they say, yeah. 10 years. So that's yeah. the lifetime. So this is the lifetime is of the person. Wow, that's great. So that's Okay. So, yeah, cool. So, yeah. Well, I think we learned a lot about Saunas. Right. I'd like to thank right. you. I mean, like so much information coming out. So if you guys have not been following the research on Saunas, Definitely do that, especially on the detoxification side, the longevity side, which are two of the biggest topics in the wellness and health industry right now. Saunas have been showing too, there's a good, good science that says these two, this is machine right here is the thing that's gonna help you get there, at least one of the key factors. Yeah, it definitely helps, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Cool, well thanks a lot well, for coming thanks. on. Thank thanks. you. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to the Health by Design podcast with wellness architect and functional lifestylist, Roar Alexander. If you enjoyed this, please make sure you share it to all your social media so I can get the word out there. And don't forget to join me at www.roaralexander.com to get all the latest updates, blogs, podcasts, and guest interviews with my special guests from all over the world, as well as to set up your own personal call for one-on-one -on -one coaching through my Health by Design life and body transformation programs. Again, that's www.roaralexander.com. I'll see you again soon. And again, thanks for tuning in to the Health by Design podcast.